Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. What is up, people? It is two dope teachers in a mic emergency episode. Emergency. 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 This is not a test. This is not a test. You know why? This is the real deal. You know why it's not a test, Kev? Why? Because it's on like Donkey Kong. It is on like Donkey Kong. It <laughs> so, is. It so is. here we are on a lovely Thursday afternoon yes. where in the morning we could see nothing. It was snowing. The, Typical Colorado day. It is sunny and beautiful. Don't be jealous, y'all. We, we, talk, we, we look at you, Bram. We know, yeah. it, we know where yeah. you live. Yeah. And it don't lag Bram, like shout, shout out to you shout out. and not being able to blink <laughs> <laughs> in this. Hey, also, shout out to the Nuggets who forgot how to defend the three last ah, night. Ah, yes. The that Nuggets took an L. Jamal looked like me when like, <laughs> I went to, when I went to basketball tryouts as a ninth grader. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, what? What are is we supposed guy, to be doing? Wait, that guy just pushed me. <laughs> like, is that what okay? do I do, coach? <laughs> hey, we love our Nuggets, so We, we do, do love that. the our Nuggets. Do you see how I did that this time? Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Hey, so we're in good spirits today. Yes. <laughs> we're in good spirits. Um... Uh, you say I, that like we're not always in good spirits. I, know, I feel like we're not. I feel like we're not. Sometimes we're not. Well, see, what y'all don't hear off mic is the yelling. Yes. Not at each other. We love each other. We yell together. Yes. We yell with each other. Yes. Not at each other. Yes. Um, we yell at now, other now people. Now we're on mic and we feel good about this. Um, yeah. Uh, well, so we got some news. Late breaking. Late breaking news. For those of you who uh, live under a rock, the Denver Classroom Teachers Association voted overwhelmingly to go on strike Tuesday. Hey, yo, let me ask you right quick. Yes. Um, overwhelmingly. What, overwhelmingly. Do you, what do you mean by overwhelmingly? Well, from what I heard, uh, there are about three uh, 3,700 members at the Denver Classroom Teachers yep. Association out of about, I think I've heard about 4,000... 700 teachers some. or something like that. Maybe 5,000 hey, something. DCTA, don't add us Don't add us if our numbers are wrong. <laughs> Understand. Y'all we got a lot. Because nobody listens to this podcast what I, for the statistical analysis. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this for statistical analysis, <laughs> you're, you're, get, you're in the wrong we're spot. We're going to be like, um, there's a lot of people in the union, almost as many as there is in teaching. In teaching. In Denver. And, and what I heard, 93% that's what I heard too. voted in is favor of the strike. Is that a lot? Do you think that's a lot? Uh, from what I, I, when I was trying to uh, do well in school, 93% <laughs> was like that. if I Brother, got... Brother, you are I saw, still trying to do well in I, school. Thank you. Thank you, you are. for pointing I that out. I see you. You are still 93 trying to do well 93% was, was really good. Yeah. Like really even, good. Even in my AP class, that's an A. That's an A. Yeah. Solid A. Yeah, that's a solid A. So, solid A to you. Membership, I, I will tell you... Um, when I went to vote on Saturday, yep. unfortunately, I got there shortly after you yeah. and was greeted by, you just missed your boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I felt so much pride walking into that room, see, th- thinking it was going to be a quick vote. And it was an hour to get through the line, yeah, it was not a but good I was okay with that. It was still an hour, even though it, they had opened up more like kiosks. Yeah, point. yeah. I it, mean, that says says a lot of positive about the level of engagement that people feel with their profession. Yeah, yeah. And so, like when I heard on uh, Tuesday night, you know, I was filled with pride yep. that that my colleagues and I were willing to stand up and say we are willing to take action to help improve the conditions. Uh, for our students and for ourselves, yeah. right? And I think it's really important uh, for us to realize to, uh, that, you know, we have agency yep. and that we have the ability to control our situation. And I think we spend a lot of time, you know, often complaining and... 
<laughs> Oops. <laughs> so like so I'm, I'm like trying to get the mic closer to, to Kev and it unplugs. And technical so, difficulties. So, technical difficulties. Behind the scene magic. Yeah, we got it. We got it. All right, so you were saying. So like we, you know, we just spend a lot of time complaining, but I think this was the opportunity for us to take action yeah. and show that we, we have agency, that we can do something about it. Right. We have that ability. And and to me, it's inspiring. It made me feel good. Yep. Uh, you know, where a lot of times I felt bad. You know, as teachers, we talk about it. We feel bad about the work that we right. do, and we feel like we can't do anything. And yep. now I think we all know that we can do something. Yeah. No, I agree. And you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, we take this vote, and um, and like the really the really fascinating thing to me was how many different how many people were there. Uh, voting, they were clear on how they were going to vote, um, but they, uh, but they, they, they were nuanced about it. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't exactly sure what this was going to mean for them um, specifically. But most of the people I talked to, you know, had the ba- the bigger interests of the uh, of, of their profession in mind. So the really interesting thing to me is that there's this idea that teachers are completely absorbed in their own individual interests, right? And you hear this all the time. Um, that, you know, first of all, they're just about like their pay and their money and they just complain about That's how, right. how they don't make enough. And then when you get into schools, um, there's this idea that we all approach uh, our work with this really myopic view. Yeah. That math teachers only care about what affects math teachers. Yep. Sped teachers only care about what affects sped teachers. That's right. Title one teachers only care about what affects title one teachers. But there are so many people that I talk to who were like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure how you know how this affects my work, my status. I mean, there's a shout out to Sonia Gutierrez from Nine News, yeah, uh, who out. came into our building and some other buildings and has really tried to gather teacher perspectives on what's going on. Um, and uh, you know, she's also helping to kind of build this story around um, green card holding teachers, yes, teachers yes. here on H on um, and J visas, visas, who are voting to strike. Even if they, they don't really know how it affects their legal status. That's right, right. And it's it's a it's really a beautiful thing. Like we're we're seeing this kind of uh, selflessness uh, where we're kind of taken up for each other, and I think that's pretty inspirational. Yeah, it it, it is very inspirational. Um, you know, seeing it all happen and seeing the way teachers are coming together. You know, and uh, the district put out a salary calculator, yep. and I did the calculator. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I when I saw that number, I was like, oh, yeah, wait was- a minute. But I know it wasn't like that for everybody. Right. And so that calculator yeah, yeah. enough yep. wasn't enough to convince me. And if you know, I know that when I heard that other brothers and sisters in the union who had done the calculator and other teachers who had right. done the calculator, it didn't come out right. Yeah. And if it's still not right, I don't want it. Right, yeah. even if it benefits me, and I think it, it goes to that bigger picture that we are doing this for the community, uh, for the district to make sure that it actually is sustainable. Yep. That we have teachers who are going to come in and stick with it, you know, because what we see is, uh, and you brought this up last night at the event we were at, is we've seen great teachers leave. Yeah. To go to other schools, to go to other districts, but worst off, to leave teaching in general. Yeah. Right? And I think if we want uh, culturally responsive, thoughtful teachers who are in this, we, we should reward them for it. 
right? If we want teachers who are part of the community, then we need to make sure that teachers can afford to be in the community. Yeah. And I think it opens up some bigger issues that I think we should start to tackle and uh, use our political power as teachers to deal with it. You know, and when it comes to things like gentrification, yeah. how are we pushing back against that? What's the role of charter schools yep. in all of that gentrification, and yeah. how does that play out? Well, what, yeah, and to the point about charter schools, so this event last night that you and I attended, yes, um, it was interesting because I got to talking to a teacher at a charter school yes, um, who kind of said, I'm not sure what my role is. I'm not sure how to even talk about it. My school kind of sends me very clear messages about what I can and can't say about it. Yep. Um, and But, you know, like... What do we do? And and so I think the thought I have, and we have friends in central office, right? Yep. Um, who are, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about how to know which central office jobs we need and which ones <laughs> we don't, don't right? Need. <laughs> um, but uh, but we have friends in central office yes. who are doing really meaningful work. With yes, really important work. And they've also expressed ambivalence because they're like, we're being told that we're being reminded that we're at will employees. Yes, we are being reminded that we are expected to come to work and we're That's expected right. to do this. That's work. right. And um, that we're we're like we are not in the same bargaining uh, unit as uh, classroom teachers. They are. are not. And so I guess what I would say, and especially to to the young sister who I cut off the conversation with because I was I really want to eat that sandwich because I was so tired. Had a, yeah. After I drove that. I the airport. I know. We'll talk about that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you but, got uh, stories. Yeah. You got stories. But uh, so like, so the thing that, um, the thing that has been kind of bubbling around in my head is that, you know, you show solidarity where, where you can and how you can, right? So for example, would it be fair to ask our secretarial staff who they're, they're getting paid like paraprofessionals yes, and yes. paraeducators, would it be fair to ask them to, hey, don't cross that picket line, right? Because they're not in our bargaining unit and the consequences are a lot heavier for yep, them. Yep. So what I say to people who are not in a quote-unquote traditional public school, whatever that means yes, anymore, yes, yes. Um, if you are at a charter school, if you are under a different sort of uh, pay model, if you're in a different bargaining unit then you and you support us, you find a way to do what you can where you are. That's right. To show solidarity. That's right. That's what it comes, and it's what we're saying to the kids too. It's like if you care about this, then you'll find a way to support. That's right. right? That's right. And everybody doesn't have to be out there, right? Yep. And there's different ways, like you said, to show that support. I yep. think I'm always think of Lupe's line. Uh, uh, Protesting just to get arrested goes against my hustling ethic, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so I get that some people are like, look, I'm, I'm about something different, but I can still show solidarity and be in support, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I think that's really important. And, um, you know, I think it's important for us to push back. But to recognize that there's a lot of people in this system, and I like what you said about central office, is there's some jobs that are more important <laughs> to the very, work that we're trying to do we in classrooms that. Yeah. than others, right? Yeah. And that there are people, and we have a, a dear family friend who is a advocate for homeless students, right? Yep. And she yep. works yep. in central yep. office. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things we hear about that we're going to have to make tough cuts, what I worry about is that it's a job like hers. Yeah. When she's doing really important yep. work for some of our students who have the highest risk, yeah. you know, and who 
who have the biggest needs. Yeah, and I've always been curious about some of these positions. Like I, I feel that our former superintendent wanted to corporatize the system a little bit, and so that's why we don't call it human resources anymore. We call it talent management. That's right. And there's all these different ways of packaging these these jobs. And the I thought we were, they changed it to talent management because human resources had such a bad reputation. In I don't this know. District. Right. And, and so, but so when somebody asks, so what's talent management? We're like it's HR. It's HR. Oh, yeah. so they're still not going to answer my call. They're still not going to respond. <laughs> they're still right. not going to know. That's right. Well, yeah. And so there there is that. And so like we were at this event last night, and um. It was it was a very gracious uh, member of central office who came down to answer yes. questions from um, from some very fired up youth. Yes, and uh, someone asked this individual what they did down <laughs> at central office. The individual answered the question, and the individual says the the kid says, "So what do you do? So what do you do? So here's the thing. <laughs> I want to propose the so what do you do test. Yes. Um, if what you do." Is something that children are relate can relate to or understand? Then you keep your job. Then you keep your job. <laughs> if the children don't see how it affects their lives, may- maybe you maybe your job so- might not maybe- be as crucial to the whole operation. I'm saying, and so you know, so anyway, I I, I propose that as kind of a funny test. Well, you know, my well, we were talking about my test. Yeah. If you don't show up, does it still go down? So, like, if I don't show up, and I think it's clear from the district yeah. that they were worried about us not showing up because yeah. they went and 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 they I'm gonna I'm gonna talk like I would in the streets. They, I mean, ran, do it. they ran like little babies to the governor, <laughs> to the labor board, and they said, "No, no, they're picking on us. They're bullying us. They're gonna go on strike." Sorry, I don't think that's sorry. What, sorry oh. if this makes people salty. Sorry, not sorry. I love yeah. you, Demi Lovato. <laughs> not a direct quote. We're not. Uh, we're not saying that was a direct quote. But but, but I'm saying you know. It, but my job is so critical that you had to get government intervention. Yeah. If any of of some of those people from downtown didn't come in for a week. Yeah. A month. I don't notice when y'all don't go to work. <laughs> I don't notice when y'all are having your big meetings. I don't notice seem, any of that of stuff. Don't make well, any when difference. When they have their big meetings, we can't get into the library. That's what. That's where I notice. And I notice why is there so much good food in there? Why? Why? Wow! They got a big spread. Breakfast and lunch. Yeah. But no, for real. But again, I think you know that's that test. If the kids can't explain what you do or why you are involved, <laughs> that's right. Maybe your well, job's I, not it's necessary. Like, you know, I had a student years ago uh, tell me I was out for I think three days. Yes. And um, and when I came back, this student was like, "It's so good that you're back." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm glad to be back." They're like, "No, your class sucks without, without you. you. Your class sucks without you." And so, so you know, I, I feel like a lot of us, you know, kind of like. It, that that's a part of the conversation that doesn't always happen. Like, well, what does happen if you're not there? And how how deeply are we truly affecting the lives of, of young people? Um, that's right. You know, so yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about like, oh, what do I want to talk about? What so, do you got? I got to see Pedro Noguera. Yes, yesterday. yes, very and good. And I got to drive him to the airport spend, and, and, ta- and spend some time with him. I hope you weren't taking notes while you were driving. I'm just no. picturing you with your notebook. Yeah. <laughs> hey, driving uh, with your knees. Yo, uh, yo, professor, can you take the wheel right quick? I got to write this <laughs> Hold down. Hold this. That's a great idea. Let me jot that down. So there was some interesting stuff going on. So first of all, it, I was... Well, talk about... Give us some background. How did this happen? How did you end oh. up in this situation? <laughs> all right. So I'm a fool. Um... <laughs> I didn't think it would start that way. I don't even know. Like, I don't even get it. Um, so, like, so I got, I, I, you know, I saw on social media. This is why you need to be on social media. Yes. I saw on social media that um, that University of Northern Colorado's uh, Department of Urban Education, um, shout out, 
uh, was bringing Professor Nogueira down to uh, to speak um, to speak in East Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if, for those of you who aren't familiar, first of all, he's a great follow on Twitter um, at Pedro A Nogueira. Shout out! Follow us back, man. Yeah, um, we followed you. Um, he was actually out there marching with the UTLA teachers. Which Very good. We can comment on that in yes. a second. Um, but he, he wrote a book called The Trouble with Black Boys. Yes. And um, what he's writing about is essentially a an expanded analysis of Bell Hooks' statement that um, of all of the groups that enter a schoolhouse, black boys get the least amount of love and the most amount of disdain and distrust. And so... And so I was really excited to see him because my 5280 team is um, analyzing the experiences of boys of color in our yes, building yes. Um, to try to form a policy around that. So I was like, oh, man, we got to go. So I, so I went in and I, I hit up all the kids. I was like, yo, you want to go to this? I'm going to register you, all this kind yep. of stuff. And, uh, and so then I finished registering and I was kind of like, I wonder if he would talk with us. <laughs> so on his webpage, I got on um, – I got, I got on, and, I, and it was like, contact him. I was like, you know what? He's either going to say yes or yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it can't hurt to ask. And I said, hey, um, would you be interested in talking, sitting with my students and talking them through their project that they're working on? You know, I understand if you're really busy. And within hours, his manager had gotten back to me and said, yeah, he'd love to meet with you. Very and, good. And uh, let's figure out a time and place. So shout out to Glenda, who uh, did all this work to kind of bring us together. So we had this, so after he gives this keynote, we have this incredible like round table with, uh, with uh, Professor Pedro Noguera of University of Cal- California, Los Angeles, UCLA. Yes. Um, but here's what's really striking to me about this, and, and it got me really thinking about the disconnect between leadership entities in public schools and the people kind of on the proverbial, what do we call it, the front lines? Yes. Uh, doing, doing the work with kids every day and kind of like handling the damage control when it needs to happen. Yeah. And, and kind of dealing with rapidly changing com- uh, you know, conditions with groups of people that are sometimes engaged and sometimes not. That's right. But we're in this room with all kinds of fancy people. It's all these academics. Yes. It's all these uh, school and district level administrators. Yes. In their in their very nice suits. Yes. Y'all got some nice suits. Are they people who probably weren't noticed when they weren't at work that day? I'm not sure anybody knew. That they miss, I'm not sure anybody knew that they missed work that day. You know, like some of these professors work seven hours a week, so they're not exactly. So they're not exactly conspicuous. Their students by their might have absence. noticed when the sign was up. Hey, academic. That sign. That sign. You know, you go back to your undergrad oh, yeah. years. That sign meant the world to you. Exactly. Like, oh oh yes. Like, oh no, class. You don't even care where they are. You're like, like oh, yeah. I don't care. And you know what, academics? Don't at me. Yeah, don't, don't at, at me. Well, at me. You want at me? I don't care. Because my other Twitter handle is I wish you would. Oh. <laughs> Follow me. I wish you would. Um. So um. But it occurred to me that there were very few practitioners in the room yes. very few that's what they call yes, us yes. in the ivory tower they call us practitioners, practitioners right yes. it's like we're mechanics yes. you know yes. uh, very condescending um there are very few classroom teachers in the room that uh-huh. I was aware of because yes. you can tell who a classroom yes, teacher is yeah, they can't usually focus. You can they're worried about their classroom you know they don't have the nicest suit they're looking there's at this, they're looking at students who are having to tie conversation there's this dirty eyes. there is this one cat who's wearing a suit that I think he borrowed from his dad I'm like that's a teacher that's a teacher um, and, but like and, the, and then the only students in the room hearing this talk about equity yes. were my four students that went. And so I'm kind of like, this is incredible. So we have this, we have this, this, uh, this uh, academic who, yep. you know, he, he's great, saying a lot of powerful things to a group of people who haven't 
the foggiest clue what to do with it. <laughs> so like, so it's funny. So so a couple of things that he talked about. Um, a lot of what he talked about was practice. You yes, know? and and that was interesting. Practice, but like like how like we, Allen Iverson practice. Right, exactly. It's not yeah. pra- practice. <laughs> Allen Iverson. Um, what are you talking about? Practice. 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 <laughs> practice. Yeah. No. So just like what happens in classrooms every day, mm-hmm. and and I felt like what was sort of missing was this 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 sort of well, how are we supporting teachers, and how are we? It's it's like. We want teachers to invest so much time and energy and headache for like compensation that may get your bills paid that much. May. And and so it makes me think of like the um so he made reference also to this kind of to like having to make some kind of a paradigm shift, right? Uh-huh. And and I think and, and it's interesting because part of the conversation among people was like, well, you know, you don't go into teaching for the money, right? You know that it's not a profession. It's the only job that people work where that's like a a thing. That's just, you can just expect to not get paid what you You don't. You don't work at McDonald's to, for the money. No, exactly. You don't go into... Right. You go in... You Yeah, we would never tell <laughs> a McDonald's employee, you know what, this isn't really about the it's money. It's not about the money. It's about those fries. It's people about your love, love our, of fries. People love the fries. You love fries. People love the fries. And people love the burgers. You're giving and a you service. you need to be really committed to the burgers Come and on. the fries. Do Come it. on. Do yeah. it. Come on, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, shout out to the cold French fries. McDon- Can I just go off track for a second? Get McDonald's it? French fries are, I ain't gonna lie, sublime. <laughs> When they're hot, when they're hot, when they're cold, when they're cold, they're straight garbage, booty. They are garbage. How is that possible? It doesn't make any sense. So there's probably listeners that are kind of like, okay, we got this strike going on. Y'all talking about McDonald's? Like, what's going on? Um, Don't so, front. But but it is one of these. It is one of these things. This, this question of a paradigm shift. And um, my buddy Chris uh, once <coughs> said to me in terms of my soccer coaching. Yep. He once said to me, you know, like you want to make what you do accessible, but don't undervalue it. Like you want to have a camp? Like don't charge a thousand dollars a kid, That's but right. don't charge twenty. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so it's kind of like so. So it's about not. It's about valuing the thing that you do. You know what, y'all? Bargaining units. Um, my bargaining team has said this. Um, the district bargaining team. I have to say to you, you cannot actually put a price on what we do. That's right. Um, that is that is that is the truthful statement. You know, whatever you get me for. You're getting a deal. I mean, my brother sitting across the table from me here um, was playing guitar with a former student of his on an ongoing basis. That is not something he has to do. Wasn't that paid is for not that. something that's part of his expectation. That's not something he expected to be compensated for. And that made a difference in this child's life. And you- so when you talk about value, oh, let's talk about what we're worth. Because what we're worth is significantly more than you could ever pay us. Right, and not just us, not me and you. Yeah, yeah. All of us. I'm saying Y'all, it. I'm saying all it. of us, I'm all, with, all with, the two dope teaching. But but with us, it's a little bit of a sliding scale, That's right? right? Like maybe it's a little bit Yeah, more. a little bit more, a little bit. Get that two dope, two dope incentive. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. One day. We get that built in. But I think you, you bring up a great point. It's like, what are we worth? Because we do a lot of hard work. Yep. And you, you need to acknowledge and understand that, and I think, you want teachers who see themselves as valuable, yep. as worth it, yep. as 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 like I've done the hard work, I've put in the effort, you know. And I think between me and you both, we've both reached that highest level of evaluation of distinguished, yep. right? Yep. Yep. Several times, yep. So yep. repeatedly, four years in a row. I'm three years, and I'm uh, I'm working on the fourth. Was it the one? You, did Did you not get it when I was evaluating you? I think I did. That was okay, my first okay, year. Good. Oh, really? that was my first oh, year. Dang. I got it. Oh man, first year. I was on the. I'm like. 
I'm like I'm like I'm like Steve Kerr to your step. Steve, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but again, it's uh, you know I think they need to acknowledge that that, that we are yeah, out here doing great work. I go and see teachers coming up with great lessons, engaging kids, getting kids to think. Does it always go perfect? No. But I see teachers really trying, digging in their pockets to come in with food, yeah. digging in their pockets yeah. to make sure that there's cool things on the walls, yeah. materials that the kids can use yep. because we don't have access to it, yep. right? And nobody says, and we aren't sitting here, you don't hear people being like, woe was me, I had to do this, I had yep. to do that. That's absolutely right. That's we absolutely do it right. with a smile on our face because we love and care for the kids, but don't exploit it. Yeah. Don't ins- don't don't take right. my kindness. Yeah. When did when did for granted? Yeah. Oh, don't I thought get, you were gonna say for weakness. For weakness. That, for granted. Dilated. I was people. about to cuss. Dilated people. I, I was about to oh, cuss. Man, this is like the second straight show that one of us almost cussed. Like, and we don't cuss because we don't know how to edit that. That's it. That That's it. I almost cussed again. We don't um, cuss here. We don't cuss here. <laughs> it's not like there's other situations. Yo, yo, yo. That's a matter. Don't out us, man. Don't out. It's one of those things people think that we're. We're human. We're human. We're human. So, so what we do need is a paradigm shift where, like. So I had some young people asking me last night, like, how do I talk to my classmates about about these issues? Because when you start getting into lanes and incentives yeah. versus base building, eyes glaze over. Stuff, yeah, they they don't get it. They, <laughs> and so what it comes down to is like, oh, so y'all just want more money, and it's like, yeah, but there's a there's something kind of behind it. And so what I said to these young people who are about to graduate high school is, the the day that you can say to your peers that. Yeah, I think I want to become a teacher, and they don't question. Wow, you want to take that kind of pay cut? That's right. Um, that's the day that we've arrived. That's where we made like it. That. And the thing is, what what cracks me up is that what we do um, isn't measurable in like in like cash and money yep. like terms. Yep. Yep. Um, but do people forget that we live in capitalism? We do. Do people forget that we live in a quote unquote free market? And by free market, that means we give a certain set of markets all the freedom to do what they That's want. That's right. Um, but we live in a in an allegedly capitalistic, market driven economy, right? Mm-hmm. And we need to survive in that economy. That's right. And and so you can't say to me that I have to take a vow of poverty. Some people take a vow of celibacy. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> they do. But here's the bigger thing too: when people are saying, "Well, why is it got to all be about money?" I don't care. It's about money. It's about money. Well, and when, also, the, when the coal miners strike and they're asking for more money, yeah. I support them. It's about money. Yeah. If fast food workers strike and say, I want more that, money, exactly, I support exactly them. It. I support any group of labor who is yeah. organizing so to ask entire, for better wages. The entire 80s and into the 90s, I, I, I'd never had a grape in my house. <laughs> yeah. Because Why was, not? Because of the grape boycott. That's and, right. And and my mom told me that. She's like, we don't buy grapes because... No grapes, uh, no Coors beer, none of that wine. There was, uh, I wouldn't drink Coors beer. <laughs> you know, at, that age, either, at that age. Or not even at this age. That stuff is trash. Um, don't at me, Coors. You have plenty of... Success. You know your beer is trash. You know your beer is trash. We're not going to call it what some people call it. Yeah, exactly. But you know. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> Hormel, when they were like violating mm-hmm. workers' rights. Yes. Um, I even stopped going to Taco Bell because of the Immokalee workers. You're so, like, I can't. So the thing is that we're we're building this this comprehensive movement, and and in that movement, you just have to support people who are trying to get ahead and trying to like actually have a future in this work. And you know, the other thing that it comes down to for me, and I've I've said this everywhere, um, is that I am tired over the last few years 
of having to constantly restart the culture conversation right. at my school. That's right. At, at our school, we have, at, at the lowest point of turnover in the last five years, we Go had 11 positions to fill. Yep. And at the highest point, we had 19. I remember talking to our principal, and um, I was like, so we have like 14 positions to fill? And she's like, 19. 19. And I can, like, how do you have any and how continuity? Many, and we've got like 45 people in our building. Exactly. How do you have any continuity when a quarter to a third to half of your staff is being replaced every year and people are not leaving. I think maybe I've heard of one person leave this building because they didn't like the way we did things systemically. Yes. Everybody else is like, I have a better opportunity. Yo, that's coded language for there's a way I can make more money and not kill myself. That's right. Um, they are saying that I, I just can't do this for what I'm getting paid. For what I'm getting paid. I can't paid. deal with the pressure for what I'm getting paid. So uh, once again, we have an example of, of a district central office um, walking into a, a Jaguar dealership and saying, I want a Jaguar. They're like, cool, we want you to have a Jaguar. And they're like, cool, I have $100. Here you go. $100 for a Jaguar. $100 for a Jaguar. We want we want effective teachers, but you ain't. Are you paying effective money? Yeah, exactly. So that's something to really think about, and um, and it's a, it's it's something that I think is really important. So we need to we need to change the paradigm. And by the way, the, I've also had a lot of conversations with okay with the internet, but that's okay. That's all um, right. I was in, I was in a Twitter fight with somebody. I, that's why like other hobby is fighting on Twitter. That's good. Um, yeah, fighting on Twitter is fun. Actually, we fight on Twitter. <laughs> I appreciate you being there. I support you. And and when and when people, fight the good fight. And when I say stuff that really makes people mad, I'm like, well, uh, Kev said Kev, that. Kev, no, that was I'll, Kev. I'll tell, hey, that was Kev. I'll tell. Put him. that on me all day. That's right. Look <laughs> him up on Twitter. Look, Look him, him up, up on Twitter at Kevin at Adams. Kevin Find Adams. him. The, I wonder how many Kevin Adams is there are <laughs> that could get added, added. added for stuff they don't even know. But like, <laughs> but you know. They were kind of like, well, it's it just seems like this whole thing is all about the money. Can we do a fact check really quickly? That's actually what we're bargaining is our compensation system. We're one of the few places that actually separates our general like our, our general agreement from the compensation yeah, agreement. Yeah, so of course so it's all little, about money. So because nothing else is being bargained right now. That is literally what we're bargaining. That's what it is. Yo, but hit us up in 2022 because that's when the master agreement that's expires. Right. And, and that's when we can really have these conversations about the schools that we want to have. But I also come back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's right. So if I have a student who can't afford breakfast, mm -hmm. whose family doesn't feed him in the morning, yes. who has to take a bus from Green Valley Ranch all the way downtown, yes. and, doesn't Our get bus ride. and doesn't get here on time to get the free breakfast that's available, that's right. and that child comes in hungry and tired and frustrated, am I really going to expect that child to write a perfect document-based question essay? Nope. That's effectively what's being asked of our younger of our younger teachers and our early service teachers is we know that you don't have enough money, but you better perform like somebody making a hundred grand. And so I think that's the thing that's a really that that's the thing. If we even look at it, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's a difference. You know, I'm not bougie enough to think that that I that that a teacher. Uh, an early service teacher with a college education is on the same level as a kid living in poverty. Yep, yep. But we do have to think about that hierarchy of needs. Most teachers are frustrated because there isn't time to do stuff. They're so tired. They can't hang out with their families. They can't do the things that they want to do because they're constantly trying to meet the demands of the work. That's right. In order to get us to meet those demands, 
you gotta start with just getting us out of survival mode. How many teachers do you know? What percentage are in survival mode for most of the school year? I would say probably 75% of at them. Least. At, at least. At least. And we have at a building least. with more experienced yeah. teachers than that. Yeah, uh, but, but even experienced teachers are yeah. pushing through. And I think, you know, uh, it's funny because I think about, you know, this idea that they were going to have, or they're planning on having people from district office yeah. to come and fill in, former teachers, yeah. right? And so you left the classroom. Some of y'all haven't been there in 10 years. And I know yep. some of y'all didn't do the long haul. Some of y'all have been there 10 years, five years, six years, seven years. Oh, I know. You I, haven't done the long haul. A few years ago, I knew a principal who had never been a teacher. Never been a this teacher. This individual had been a counselor, which, shout out to SAP. Shout out. We respect. Really respect. Important. We love but, y'all. But you don't actually have to ever be a classroom teacher to come to rise in the ranks. It, it, but, but again, I, what I want to see you come back, because I don't know about you, but kids are different. In the last 10 years of my oh, teaching, man. I've seen massive oh, transformations well, in those... the nature of how kids go about their day. Yeah. And not to say that they're worse, but I want to see these teachers who, who taught 20 years ago yep. come and teach now and be culturally responsive and deal with the things that yeah. I deal with consistently right. on a day-to-day basis because I don't think you're ready for it. I don't think you always know. And they love to brag that they've been in the classroom. I get it, but I'm on the grind right now. Right now. Right now. Right I'm in these now. streets. We out here. <laughs> we we out, out here. here. You we ain't out here. here. We out That's here. Right. That's right. And so if you want to at me, if you want to at us, because like I'm talking, I'm sorry. I had some people say some stuff that just rubbed me the wrong way yeah. about my colleagues and the work that we do. Yeah. Yeah. But we out here. Yeah. And if you think you can do it, yo, I'd love to see you try. Yeah. I would love to see you come teach my class. Come teach yep. my eighth graders. Yep. Let's get into it. That's right. Let's That's see right. your good practice, your yeah. best practices. Right. Because exactly. I guarantee you. You ain't bringing like you ain't bringing my energy. It's gonna you ain't bringing my energy. You ain't bringing my boys' energy. Yep. Yeah. You you don't you ain't like that. You ain't. I'm sorry if it offends you. You ain't yep. got it like that. Nope. Nope. No. You step, sorry. You step away from the work and and that and that's what happened. You I you, you wanted to go someplace else. I can't even follow that up because I'm like because you so, because you are being so real right now. I am. It is so real. This is what you like, get. You so can't catch real. me on Friday night. I mean, that's just it. Catch me on Friday night. <laughs> exactly this is what you right. gonna get. That's exactly you right. You think you think you can do it? You think somehow yeah. that yeah. I, you different than me? Yeah. I'm out here doing it. You can't reach him like on me. a day to day basis. You can't teach him like you me. You can't reach him. Can't teach can't him like me. Hey, you know I wrote that. You That's me right copy there. Don't, That's die. Me right there. Don't bite on it. See. That's ours. See. Don't take that. So, man, like, Sorry. oh man, this feels so Woo. good. Woo! I so feel good. good. <laughs> feeling good. Feeling so, great. Like, here's How are you? I was so years ago. I saw the percussions open for uh, open for tribe. Yeah. And uh, and they come out. Hi, hello, hello, hi, hi, hello, hi, and then they like got right into two sparrows for one cent, which I have no idea what that title yes. means. It was incredible. Like so, so so here's the thing. So I so I was talking to some young people, right? Yes. Not in my building. Don't yes. worry. I'm yes. Not trying to Don't influence worry. them. Um, just some young people in my community, and they said, and they had questions about like what's going on. And without getting into the weeds with it, first of all, I told them I, I don't know numbers enough yep, to really yep. explain like what the budgetary reality is. That's somebody else's yep. job. Um, that's somebody else to have that 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 argument. I understand it, but I'm not going to bore you with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said, yeah, because all our teachers are telling us is that they really don't want to strike, and they're really nervous and anxious about the whole thing, mm-hmm. and that you know we should just do our best, and they can't like tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, yo, I kind of want to do this. 
I kind of want to do this. You told him you're like, so oh, like I want to do this. I kind of want to do strike. this. I want to do this. And you know, the thing is that, like, you and I both have friends in central office, yes, up to the highest levels. Right? Yes, yes. And but I think so. I'm a social studies teacher. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you came into the work? Do you remember that one of the standards was teaching the democratic ideal? Yes. Yeah, the democratic ideal used to be one of the Colorado State standards in social studies, in particular. In history and government mm-hmm, classes, mm-hmm. and that government idea, that government ideal, that democratic ideal suggests that the only way a republic like ours, a democracy like ours, stays healthy is through a healthy level of critical but optimistic dissent. That's right. Right. So if we sit here and we ignore the issues that we're dealing with and we refuse to acknowledge them every single day. What does that look like? It looks like us sitting in faculty meetings disengaged. Yep. It looks like district level trainings that nobody attends. It looks like it looks like skyped in. Let's get hyped up for the school year. Yeah, that people yeah. turn the sound <laughs> off on sound so off that they-, they can do other things. It looks like a malaise. It looks like a moribund system. That's and right. The only way you keep that system alive is to fight. That's we right. have to fight about the things that we care about. We have to be willing to engage in the struggle. It's like Talib Kweli said, the struggle is beautiful it is. and I am too tr- strong for your slavery. That's right. Right? So if the goal is to get teachers to be complicit, uh, to become reified and alienated cogs in a pedagogical machine, Woo! then that is not really what you want. I that is think, not what I you want. I would think that you don't want that. You want a vibrant democracy. You want a vibrant like environment where people are able to speak up and challenge and have the knockdown, drag out, let's come to an agreement sort of thing. That's right. And and you negotiate like your hair's on fire. So here's the thing. I know that a lot of you are scared. And I know that and I remember talking to incredible people. I talked to a, uh, a a teacher who's here on on a on a on a visa, yep, fifth year yep, visa, yep, yep. who's re- who's really scared. She she's like, I'm voting yes, but I don't know what it means. Yeah, and I'm extremely scared, and I get it. Like yes. I get it. Yes. Um. You know, we were gonna have Young Kevin, Young Head on the show. Yes. Um. A lot of y'all really enjoyed them. They'll um, be back. Uh. We they well we tried to get in touch with them. Who knows where they're those busy. Boys are. The boys. Nah, they're the young, boys. man. They're young. Those the boys. boys. They're out there living the life, like just kind of like chilling. I think they might be confused. <laughs> they might be a little confused. They might I know young Kevin. Confused. Young Kevin might be asleep right now. Yeah. Just like it was such yeah. a hard day. Yeah. Yeah. Young head. I, I, who knows what he's doing? He's like walking around somewhere. But like, so we we will have them back on the show. But but like like we know what it's like to be sort of afraid about this. But here's the thing. I'm scared. You know what I'm scared of? What are you scared of? I'm scared of a system that does not change. That's right. Like, whatever anxiety I may have had in the past around walking off the job, around standing up in solidarity with my brothers and sisters who are in the classroom, who are out here yes. every single yes. day on the grind in these in these academic streets, in the like, doing this work. Um, yes. Go on. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> Like, I ain't in the house. I'm in the fields. That's all I'm going to oh, say. I hear you. I, I hear ain't you. in the house. So I'm in the fields. So we're down there, right? <laughs> we're doing this work. And um, and we, we, it always comes at a risk, right? Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't know what um, what our newly elected governor is going to decide. That's right. We don't know what's going to happen in, in the negotiations, like minute to minute. Um, but what I do know is it can't continue like this. 
It cannot continue like this. If you ask me, what are you more afraid of? Going on strike and having a, having that uncertainty mm-hmm. or having the certainty that nothing ever that's changes. nothing going to change. That's going to be the same Don't way tell me 20 that. years we from gotta now, have, 30 years from now. We got to have what, um, what the brother Antonio Gramsci says, that pessimism of the intellect. That's right. Calling out the inequities that we see and how they affect our children, but the optimism, optimism of the will. Yeah. We have to be willing to believe that a system can be better than what it is. That's right. And and the the moribund, lackadaisical, complacent malaise that so many buildings are, is what I'm more afraid of than anything else. And, and, and they think you think about it, if you if you were to evaluate what the district does, right? That feeling that yeah. we're talking about, yeah, that would be poor education. That would be approaching, yep. right? That would be in that developing yep. range yep. or unsatisfied. Oh, don't get leaped. You know? Don't get right? leaped because, by us. Because I will tell you, I've sat through district PD. Yep. Do you think you have quality stuff that's making me a better teacher? <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. You need to check it out. Yeah. Right? I've sat through, been around, helped to even design stuff, and I don't know how effective it is. Yep. Right? And so when we're thinking about this work, the most effective stuff is the work that I've done on my own. Yep. Or that I've paid for from somebody else. Oh, yeah. You Shout know? out to 40-Hour Teacher Work Week. So <laughs> so I think that, that we really need to get this big picture. And I'm sorry if this ruffles feathers. Yep. I'm sorry if this hurts feelings. It's not intentional. But I want you to hear my real perspective. Yep. And where I'm at in my understanding of it. Yep. Right? And if you, you want to at me, if you want to have a back and forth, we can do it. I can talk calmly. You know, or we could get buck like we would <laughs> like we over at Park Hill. All right, we could take this to the east side yeah. if you want. Right, yeah. we could do it whatever way. But I think what you have to realize is that we are passionate, and I was so inspired by our students last night at their passion and their ability to defend. And if you want to kind of find out how the community's feeling, maybe start with the students. Yep. And what their perspective is. Yep. Because, you know, uh, I heard students expressing that they were down hard body karate for hard all their karate. teachers. Oh, yeah. They were willing oh, yeah. to take action, oh, yeah. which I'd inspire all students to take action, advocate to get the education that you need. Yep. And uh, if you are not getting the education, use your voice, that voice that we know you all have that yep. is strong. And let them know that you deserve better you deserve not even better the best yep the best and it's and it's a whisper to a roar baby it's a whisper to a roar that's it you start having those conversations and you start asking the tough questions if you want to know the answer ask that's it ask Man, how you feel? I feel good. I feel like great. I feel good. I want to do it to dust. What up with you? Tony, say it loud. Black and proud. Ain't no time to hesitate at the gate. Do it now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We should have just ended there. <laughs> we should shut it down. Oh, man. Hey, yo, so whatever happens, you know, obviously there have been developments, and so who knows when. Uh, this workshop, uh, you know, will will commence. If it will commence, um, I will say there will be a significant part of me that will be disappointed if we can't engage in civic dialogue and civic action. Yep. Um, because it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful example to our our young people, but it's also a wonderful example to each other. Yes. Teachers are isolated. Uh, those in power benefit from our isolation. And so don't be isolated, y'all. Don't hide from this. Um, just know that if if it comes down to it, we are there together. We are there with you, um, but everybody out here is going to be there with you. That's right. Um, and it's going to be worth it at the end. It's going to be worth it in the end. That's it. Teachers unite. All you have to lose That's is right. your chains. That's right. That's right. That's it. 
I uh, that was therapeutic. That was. I, I think, really I, think I, that, I felt man. like we needed it. We've we been need talking it. about we it. it. We need it. But we um, needed it. Yep. So um, this episode will probably not go up before the, the Board of Education meeting, which is in about an hour. Yes. If there are any big developments, uh, we'll hit you up. We'll be out here commenting about it. Um, but we, we just really and, – and, you know, shout out to our communities. Shout out to the listeners of Two Dope Teachers and a Mic. Shout out to the young people who are raising their voices. Shout That's out right. to the people. You know, and I'm gonna, and I'm going to say, like, the our, our bargaining unit, True. our bargaining team – has gone hard for y'all have Rob, hard for Rob Gold and yep thank Rob you Rob Gold like and thank you President uh, Henry Roman and, Henry and of course, thank you and of course the homies at, at CEA who, yes. who are out there yes uh, Carlos Valdez my boy yes. Yes. out there like he's re- he's ready to come up we got friends from from Pueblo ready to come up that's with right chance. that's right uh, Eva with your with your uh, blinged out like bullhorn yes yo we ready for we're you. ready um, we're ready to do this so uh, so we will keep you abreast of any developments that happen in the coming days and weeks um it, it would be nice to not have this drag out another 24 days that would um, be nice but you know we we know that we know that that some folks want to avoid this situation that's right and um and, and it tells us it tells us you're kind of nervous yep you kind of it's a tell it's a little bit of a tell like a i said you ran and you ran a and tell. tell you ran, mr governor please help us please <laughs> we need you that's right um, sorry not sorry we out here <laughs> we out here hit out us up here. On the gram and on Twitter. How or can they find us on the gram and Twitter? At Two Dope Teachers. Yep. At us all day. At us all, all day. day. Except for the stuff we don't want you to add us about. Um, you can find us on Facebook. <laughs> like us there. Some of y'all been begging for some articles on Facebook. We, you know, we, we, we're working on it. We're working on uh, it. We're up to 1,050 Twitter followers. Woo! We got more Twitter followers than, than like someone. I forget who. Someone. Um, someone big. <laughs> maybe maybe that means we're big. We're big. Um, and, uh, of course, you can email us. Two dope teachers at gmail.com. Um, we're out here. We're in red. That's it's it. red for Ed. That's uh, it. We're, you know, we're ready to, to get out there and stand up for our kids. Uh, for Kevin Adams, I am Gerardo Munoz, and we're asking you today in your classroom, in your life, on the picket lines, too. Mm-hmm. Stay, Stay dope. dope.